Well, welcome to episode eight of the From Busy to Rich podcast with Wes Young. You know, you've worked hard to get the meeting with a prospect, and that meeting went well enough that they've agreed to meet with you a second time. Congratulations. And this is the meeting where you'll present great ideas that are relevant to their stories and then position the annual engagement fee. Basically, this is the one where you're going to either get paid or not get paid, right? So today, we'll learn the flow of this meeting so you can execute it with success. As usual, I'm joined by Wes Young. How are you today, sir? Fantastic, Andy. Thanks for having me again. Uh, it's great to see you. And also joined by Cody Moore, another associate as part of your practice. Hello, Cody. Hey, Andy. How are you? I'm doing great. So today we're going to talk about this this meeting, uh, the money meeting, right? This is where you've built some rapport. The client uh, has come back for more. Yay, 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 right? Uh, now it's about really presenting these ideas based upon what you've learned about them thus far. Uh, and at the end, near the end of the meeting, you can tell us the details of this. Uh, you're going to actually present a fee. So I think that just just playing devil's advocate, I'm the listener right now. I'm thinking, how do you know the fee at this point? So we'll get into the nuance of that. But where do you want us to start off uh, with this process? And now we're in meeting two, Wes. Yeah, I think a little bit of just a reminder of a couple things that yeah. done really well to set this up because the foundation that you're building on here is really strong. A lot of times, the reason our great ideas and, and strategies and tactics don't get any traction is because we're coming in and we're answering a question nobody's asked. Uh, and so what we want to do here is recognize the fact that you've had really good conversations because the people we're trying to lead need to feel the weight of the problem we solve before they care about our solutions and strategies to solving it. And, and so everything we've done to this point has been to build that foundation but you need to not, you need to remember, we've had a lot of life go by in between this meeting and the next one, even if it's just a week. Uh, and so renewing their mind and, and following the process, which we're going to go through, I know each individual part of a, of a quality meeting is it, still one of those things you have to do. And you need to renew their minds to where we've come from. And now, and then today is going to be a lot of fun because you're, you're going to be able to demonstrate some things that are going to be so relevant to the story they're in about money and so relevant to them making progress and going further faster, that they are going to want to lean in and they're going to be excited about engaging in this process. So by the time you get to the end and you say, yeah, and this engagement will be, and you say the number, they're going to be like, of course. Yeah. And 90% so, of the time, Andy, our meetings, yeah. when we we're at this meeting, they move forward on the spot. They say, well, that, that seems great. The other 10%, I would say roughly that, that remainder Almost all of those folks move forward as well. Um, they just are those people that need a need a night or two to think about it. So we've got yeah. a little little follow up around it. Yeah, they've got that. Uh, hey, I have a rule that, and you're like, all right, you've got, all right, you can't. I'm not going to try to talk you out of your rule. That's not a good idea. Yeah. So I don't want to make everyone here feel bad, uh, but I kind of do in that in, in this way. Tell you 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 said something that you then you kept kind of going about like don't answer questions no one's asking. So that kind of alluded to me. Cody's laughing right now. Uh, but but that kind of alluded to something that maybe the industry does or it's trained people to do. I mean, is this the let me tell you how old our firm is and let me <laughs> like, you know, like like we don't care. Like we yeah, nobody cares. No one asked. And I don't mean that in a jerk way, but it's just yeah. like don't try to solve problems that other people don't see as problematic. Does that yeah. make sense? Is that is that what you're alluding to? Totally. And until they understand how relevant this is to their story, 
Um, they don't care about all the cool solutions and strategies right. and products. So you are going to be a catalyst of really great ideas and you're going to give those ideas in the context of the story they're in about money. Because everybody, everybody on the planet, you, me, Cody, we are all in a story about money. And it involves a place we're coming from and a future that we're moving towards. Generally, we're somewhat fuzzy about that story at, at any given time. So we're going to bring clarity to that. Yeah. And we're going to then bring in that context, really, really useful and good ideas. Yeah, you know, fascinating thing about, I think that when you think about talking about people's stories with money is I, I would encourage you, no matter how long you've been in the business, don't assume, and, and we're a little off script here, Wes, but, but hang with me, okay? Yeah. Is that don't assume that the amount of someone's, the amount of money someone has communicates a, i.e. they have more of it, that they have more of a grasp on the story of their money. Does that make sense? Don't equate the amount they have with sort of their 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 knowledge or their um, j- just their their understanding of story of money. Does that make sense? You bet. In fact, Andy, we, we talk a lot about money narratives that that we have. All of us growing up have like most of us inherited narratives about the way things could be and should be, 100%. even if they're not very good narratives. Yeah. <laughs> And so a big part of what we do here is when we can get somebody in touch with a healthy story that they're in about money and how to make it better and really tap into not just inherit the way forward, but let's let's design it. Let's actually come and do it by design, not by default is, is really important. Yeah. that, And I'm just going to say, friends, this is where you got to get better. There's a lot of mechanical things we can do, but man, to, to really get people talking about their, their money story, uh, that's a different level. Right. That's a different level than let me see your statement and let's do some projections. You know, that's some EQ, some emotional intelligence stuff. So, uh, all right. Back on the script. Sorry, Wes. Uh, so, so take us where where do we go next? We've had a meeting. Uh, we set up this meeting and you set this up meeting. You set this meeting up and what? How, what are you preparing them for? You know? Yeah. So behind the scenes, what we've done is we've created just an initial analysis, which is really think about it. And it's just a balance sheet. That helps them. Helps, it's going to help us ground where they are, and uh, and be a catalyst for the starting point of this visual representation that we're going to take them through. We're we're going to first express that balance sheet in like numbers and check in with them, and I'll, I'll give you that language here in just a second. And then we're going to then then visually and verbally uh, go, take them through the story they're in about money, and and I'll and I'll, I'll give you that today. And those of you, I know the podcast. Those of you are listening. I'll, I'll give you the, I'll paint a verbal tapestry for all of you today so that you can, uh, you can check in and you can, you can follow along with this. If you want more, like there, there's just so much depth in this and so many different narratives you could use. Uh, you can go to the, the westyounglive.com and go as deep. I mean, we got hours and hours and hours of stuff on this stuff. Uh, so feel free to not feel like that today is exhaustive. It's just designed to give you a high level understanding of where we're going to go. So you've got someone coming in, you've prepared, based upon what you know about them, some strategies to present them. And I mean, you've got some ideas ready to go, right? That's right. We, Cody and I, usually on Monday, along with Stephanie, uh, we will we will have this framework and then we will walk through, okay, let's talk about the story this person's in. And what, what are the most critical areas of narrative that are going to really couple to that story that they're going to get excited about? And they're going to say, hey, wow, that's I've never heard that before. In many cases, we want them leaving there going, I wish I'd have known that sooner, as our friend Sten says all the time, you know, that he wants people leaving a meeting like that. And so we've got a whole list of hundreds of narratives that are sitting off to the side of our computer when we're talking about this, that we're just 
compartmentalizing in for this particular client that may be most relevant. And, and now, so I've got that up on my screen. As you know, we're a almost 100% remote organization. So most of the time I'm having a meeting through a, a Zoom screen like this. And so we've got those off to the side. And then I'm going to go down this meeting pattern. Uh, and a lot of it's going to be very similar to, to what they've seen before is that we've got a welcome, we've got common ground, we've got healthy tension and next steps. But I'll walk you through the uniqueness of this meeting and what we put in those spots. All right. So uh, we want to move into the demonstrate the meeting section at this point. You bet. Okay. So, so again, and I think this is helpful because I think it, 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 it's, uh, there's a difference between um, hurt and harm. Okay. Now, if you go to the dentist, it'll, it might hurt, but they're not harming you. Okay. So what we're going to share with you, some of you today, this might hurt, but we're not here to harm you. Okay. And so it's, I want to make sure, Wes, that we're creating some contrast between like, here's what people usually do in the welcome. Here's what you should do in the welcome. And that might hurt to hear because you're like, crap. I did that yesterday <laughs> or yeah, I did that an hour ago. <laughs> right. So, so we're trying to teach you a different way of all these things. So, so Wes, let's get into nuance of how do you welcome wrong and then yeah. and present the agenda and timeline. And then how do you welcome in the right way? Yeah, I, I think a huge one, and this is going to sound um, people, when, when people hear this, they're going to go, Oh, come on. It, you know, really is that it? But we talked about this earlier is when you walk into that meeting, I really do pray that God help me want something for this person, not from this person. Help me want something for this person, not from it, because you sense it through the air. And and when I remind myself of really, I am here to help this person increase their profitability and quality of life. And I want so much for them. It just changes my mood and it changes the atmosphere of the meeting. I think that gets overlooked. And so prior to me saying a word, I want to have gone through that. Then the welcome itself is, remember, it's designed to diffuse any unhealthy tension. And the really easy way to do that is just let people know kind of what to expect and how long something's going to take. So if we were in this meeting, Andy, I'd say. Yeah, it's big. It's big. It's big. I, I, uh, th- hey, so glad we got to connect again. Um, we did everything we said we were going to do last time. We framed everything up that we talked about into a financial snapshot. So we'll spend a little bit of time going over that today. Make sure that nothing's massively missing or we don't need to make an update or something on it. And then I just want to jump on the whiteboard. And I want to I want to flow through really your story that you're starting from and where you're trying to go that matters to you and, and talk through some different areas of planning and some specific ideas that I think will give you a good idea of what we would be focusing in on if we decide to keep doing your planning and, and working with one another. Uh, I've scheduled about an hour for today's meeting. Are you OK on time? And they're going to say, absolutely. No. Now, what, what I didn't do there, Andy. And this is where I see people that come more maybe the industry-based, product-based approach to this business, transactional-based, is I didn't come in and say, Andy, I've got some really good product ideas to share with you today that I think are going to be so massive. And let's just dive into how cool this product is. Uh, I think people just they 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 just jump right well, in. Let me let me, let me say this, Wes. I do think that some people again. I'm trying to be devil's advocate. I think some people would go. I never say that, but they might say tool. Yeah, method, right? That's right. Don't you agree? Some people. I've got some great methods. We've got some great tools. We're great. Some great options, right? Mm-hmm. And 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 hear us, hear us. If you're hearing us, hear us. Okay, we're not saying that those won't happen. They should happen eventually. Those are going to happen. Those are going to happen because if you don't. You're not in the business anymore, <laughs> right? That's right. Yeah. Right. But they happen through this, 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 um, a sequence. You got to follow the right sequence. And I love, there's a couple things that I want to, to highlight. Number one is have the heart, have the mindset, 
that I'm here for this person, not to get something from this person, right? Okay. And the second is, and I, it sounds silly, but I think it puts an ease is remind them how long you're going to be there. Make a, and here's the other thing is make a promise to them. Essentially what you're doing is make a promise to them and say, hey, just a reminder, this is a 5K race. Because what gets weird, I, and I'll, I'll be very quick in the story. I, I joined a, a leads group once and I missed the training meeting. And so this guy's like, hey, meet me on Saturday morning. We'll go through the training here at my office. Totally cool, great. I got young kids, Wes, okay? I show up to this meeting and the guy's like, this should take about three and a half hours. <laughs> I said, well, that's not going to happen. I didn't sign up for the marathon. I signed up for the yeah. 5K. Yeah. This is the 5K, bro. Now the 26.2. I don't need that sticker. Turkey on my trot. Let's okay. do the turkey t-shirt. Okay. Uh, but here's the thing is I actually was appreciative that he said that because I was able to go, well, that ain't going to work. I got 45 minutes. Let's go. And what do you know? We got it done in 45 minutes, right? right. But th- I'm just saying, don't overlook this, friends. Even if it's like, well, uh, Andy West, Cody, they, they know it's an hour. Okay, but in the back of their mind, they're thinking, is this going to really take an hour? It's kind of go. Yeah. So it's putting them at ease. All right. So that's great. Let's keep going. Great. So then you're going you're gonna to jump into common grounding. Remember what common ground is all about. You can't move people in a common direction until you first start on common ground. So what you're doing here is something very basic. You're going to begin to ground the story they're in about money. And the story we're all in about money involves two things. It involves a location we're starting from, and it involves a future that we're navigating towards. And so what we're doing here is starting with, here's where you are today. Uh, and I'll be, I'll be honest with you, very few people, very few people have actually seen their own balance sheet and seen an updated version of it on a regular basis. So what we're going to do here is say, hey, yeah, so let's let's spend a little time and we're going to go through the balance sheet. Right. Another thing I'm going to do here is I'm going to begin to speak and agree on common language that we're going to use to describe that balance sheet. And the way we do this is I say, so you'll notice we've broken this down into three major areas, personal, business, and liquid assets. Uh, personal assets, and, and the reason we do this, I'll, I'll speak to these because depending on the last book you read or the news station you listen to or the economist you, you like, people have different ways of describing the same stuff. So I want to make sure we're on the same page. Um, personal assets, these are going to be things that fit on the balance sheet, but they're not necessarily creating revenue for you right now. Uh, commonly, these would be like cars, boats, RVs, uh, v- you know, vehicles of any yeah, kind. Cody's, uh, Lego collection. Yeah. 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 Any, any, anything like houses would fit here. You know, you could argue, well, how, my house is pre- appreciated pretty significantly, but it's not writing you a check right now. And there's yeah. an ongoing cost for ownership. If you sell it, you can get money for it. Yeah. But it's, it's the role it holds in your life. Because it's a very different thing, Andy, if, if you tell me I'm a millionaire. And I say, really? So break down your net worth. You go, I have a house. It's worth a million dollars. <laughs> Versus if you say, I got a million dollars of cash. Those two things have a different kind of power. So, right. um, and so we, we do that and then we'll go through it. And listen, here's where if you're super analytical, you probably need to speed up during this process. And if you're super like, I'm ready to get to the next thing, you might want to slow down. You need to make sure they know what they have. So it's like, you've got this and it's worth this. You've got this and it's worth this. Does all that sound like accurate? Do we miss anything? And they're going to say yes or no or whatever. You check in. Then you move to liquid assets. And the way you describe that is liquid assets. These are things that fit on the balance sheet. And with a phone call or a mouse click, there is a ready market of exchange, meaning I can turn this into a US dollar just like that. And I don't have to put it for sale side in the yard. Right. So it is It is one of those assets that it's it's stocks, bonds, stock and bond, mutual funds, cash, uh, things wrapped in a 401k or IRA, 
if, the, the, if you're under 59 and a half, you can't spend all that money, but it is liquid from the standpoint, it's instantly convertible to a US dollar. So, so we'll go through each of those line items and walk them through that. So they're getting an understanding of, yeah, here's where I am. The last category is business assets. And, and what I will always say, even if they don't own a single business asset is, hey, you, you are a business. You're in the business of exchanging your human capital for an income stream um, at, at your place of business. Now, a lot of our clients, because we do work with a lot of business owners, actually have tangible business assets that fit there as well. So okay. we'll come up with some value for that and have that that we agree upon. And, and we start there. So that that is, believe it or not, it is critical and crucial and, and gets skipped often to ground where they're starting from the story they're in about money. So they're going to be nodding their head. They're going to be going, yeah, Wes, that is where I'm at. The next thing you're going to do is you're going to begin to visually bring them in and verbally bring them in to how they're navigating the story they're in about money. And then you're going to begin to drop all these ideas that are going to be super relevant to them and quantify those ideas in math. And so the way this would look is then I'd say, hey, let me bring up the whiteboard. And I would bring up for me, I use I use uh, Noteability uh, and I airplay it to my computer screen. Let me pause. Yep. Because I love this program and I want to make sure people get it right. And if you spell yes. one thing wrong in the app store, you end up downloading something that charges you eight gazillion dollars. Uh-huh. But uh, Wes and his team use a mix of Apple products, including an iPad with an Apple Pencil. Uh, by the way, my kids lost my Apple Pencil, Wes. So if you're in a generous mood. Uh, uh, but listen, it's called note ability, N O T A, right? Note ability, yes, right? Sir. Uh, phenomenal app. And essentially it allows you just basically, it's like the ultimate whiteboard for your iPad. You bet. Uh, I have not come across one that has more, uh, a better suite of presets, which is huge, like presets, like saving the different sort of switching from highlighter to red to black. To yes. circles, to, you know, um, arrows, just, draws perfect arrows, perfect circles. Yep. 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 And, really and awesome. it just, and this is one of the questions. This is, this is a question is skyrocketed in the last two, three years. Thank you, COVID to how do I present this virtually? Right. And so it's a mix of, I mean, I would submit to some people, Wes, if you're not a Mac person, I would switch for this reason alone, Yeah, literally to present in meetings and saying, Hey, we're going to go pull up to my Zoom and pull in my iPad, and then I'm going to use this app, and I'm going to show you. I'm going to walk you through it, okay? So that's my commercial for Notability. And I don't – it might be monthly now, but it's the best app you'll ever buy for your product, for your, your, your awesome. meetings, right? Truly amazing tool. And, again, you'll project – in my case, I'll be in a Zoom, and I'll airplay it to my screen. You can also do the hardcore to your screen. Yeah. Just for some logistics there. And I'll say, let's let's draw this out and kind of walk through some ideas here on the whiteboard. And imagine this. Imagine that you draw a circle, a perfect circle, and then you're going to put an equivalent of an upside down peace sign in the middle of that circle. So it's going to basically break it into three pieces of pie. And you're going to say this. So here's here's the deal. All, all assets that we just went over fall in these three categories. Personal, and I'll draw a P on the personal Business, I'll draw a B and then liquid and I'll draw an L. Let, let's walk through how this is working in your life. So, so remember, and I'll remind them personal assets and I'll draw a little house inside the personal assets and maybe put a little red mark against it. So you might have some debt against it. Your liquid's going to be your stock and bond mutual funds cash. And then your business, your business is uh, maybe this real estate that you have as well as 
HC, and I'll draw HC within that piece of the business pie to represent human capital. Because if you, all of us are a business, we are in the business of exchanging our human capital for an income stream. Um, even if we own that business, many times you're still adding value to it. Right. So you connect them with that. And I say, here's what's going on. Number one, number one is you got to create a healthy income. That from a story you're in about money, all of us, it is a fundamental human concern. It, a healthy income is one that's larger than what's being consumed. And the way you do that, you're doing a great job of that, by the way, is you work. You work in this business that you also own. And what's happening, and I'll draw an arrow coming out of that pie with, with a number attached to it. You're creating whatever it is, $500,000 a year of total income. And, and that's far more than what you're consuming. Here's what's then going on with that money. One thing that's going on is you're putting money back into the business. So I'll draw an arrow back into the business from there. Second is the these guys are getting involved. I'll draw an arrow and I'll put IRS, the IRS, or I'll put tax. Tax is getting involved with this money. In fact, if you're like most of our clients, one of the single largest expenses they have every year is tax. And so one of the things we'll spend a lot of time doing if we end up doing your planning is we're going to talk about how to legally repurpose money from the IRS back to your own retained earnings. And let me give you some examples. Now, Andy, here, here's where I want to just pause for a second. Notice right now, I'm still in the income story. Everybody's story about money is made up of income. It's made up of assets. It's made up of heirs. And then we're going to flavor all that with special things about them. But logistically, income is where I'm at first. And I'm, and I'm talking now about the things that impact their income story. Tax impacts the impacts their income story. So I'm going to give them just a few quick examples to help them understand how valuable it is to have a plan here. What we will do for you if we end up doing your planning is a couple times a year, one, after we've established your initial tax movement with your CPA, we are going to look at your return before you file it just to make sure nothing got missed or we don't need to add some things. Because in our, in our you know, observation, most CPAs are really good at tax preparation. They're right. not always focused on proactive tax planning. And because we know everything about the client's life, there's just things we can say, we should talk to them about this. You're not giving tax advice. What you're doing is you're aware of the tax world and you're saying, we should talk to them about this. So here's, here's a couple of really quick examples. And we've used these before, Annie, but one is, uh, I, I would say like a client, I'd say, okay, so you have three kids that are under the age of 18 and over the age of 13. And, and so one example that we would probably want to talk to your CPA about is paying your kids. Did, did, you, did you, do you pay your kids? And they're going to say, no, because generally nobody does. I say, well, do they work in the business? Well, yeah, they, they do. Well, did you know you could pay each of your kids $12,900 legally a year? And, and times three, that's $38,700. And, 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 you know, I guarantee you spend that amount of, on them every year already, no matter what. And you get a full tax deduction for it because you're an LLC. They don't pick it up as income because it's under the 19 or 13, nine, sorry, 12.9 threshold amount. Your deduction because of your income would be a, at 37%, which translates to just over $14,000 of money that, that you're not doing anything different. They're, they're going to go then pay for their golf. They'll pay for their insurance. They'll pay for their, you know, their, their fun and travel and things that you were going to do anyway. But now they're doing it with money that used to go away and you get extra money that would have gone away to the IRS. And so if you do that, let's just say for five years, which again, they age out of this eventually. But if you do that for five years, that's $71,000. And I will write $71,000. That's $71,000. And that's with one idea. And there are hundreds of these. And you do the five years to say, listen, just you're not going to do this this year. You're going to be able to do this for 
And you can say, you know, oh, you've got, you know, this year you'll be able to do that. We're all three. And next year you'll be able to do three again. You can just just stretch it out for people, right? And, And this is the importance. And I would just say that of the advisors I talk to, which is hundreds, less than 5% do this because it's not a criticism. Here's why. Advisors are afraid to put a dollar amount on anything. Yeah. Because they're smart, right? And they know that they aren't supposed to make promises to people. Like that's not because people are chicken. It's because they're smart. And it's not, you don't, you would never say to someone, please invest $500 a month. And I guarantee that the market will. No, this is literally at the bottom of every email you've ever written as an advisor. You know, like not guaranteed, right? But you can, given these numbers, say, hey, this is under the current tax code. This is what will happen. Right. And the same way that if you say, I tell my kids, dad, and they say, dad, why did that cost so much? Uh, because there's this thing called sales tax. Right. <laughs> it's not a strategy. It's not an idea. Right. Like it's a guarantee. Right. You know, Cody, yeah. what were you going to mention yeah. about that? Yeah. No, I was just going to say this is one of my favorite narratives that we have is around the, the tax piece. But, um, you know, we're dealing in a currency of ideas. We love to give ideas away. Um, because ideas travel. And just an example on that same narrative about paying your kids, we had this discussion with the client. They didn't move forward right away, but they told their friend and their friend told another friend and ended up being the, the third person they told ended up moving forward because of those ideas with us before the first person did. So it, it, it can be very powerful to give those examples and, and actually quantifying it. And yeah. they, they, they eventually all moved forward. But it was funny because it was three layers deep of telephone. You know, here's here's this, right. here's this idea. Here's this idea. And then they're like, yeah. And and so it's like in reverse, they all ended up paying fees and moving forward. It was funny. Now, the challenge that I think as a listener, I might think, gosh, if I give them my ideas, they might just go do it. And and what I would submit is that the, think about the per, think about people who are personal trainers or they, you know, they're experts in weight loss or whatever it might be. If the reason those people all have jobs is because if you could have if you if you could have done it, you would have already done it on your right. own. Right. And, and and frankly, most people don't know about the idea. And two, if they did know about it, they're not really interested in going to figure out how to implement that. And you know, it's like, okay, just just show me how to do it. Yeah. You know? Well, and, and I think that's a great point because I, I think one, you, we have an abundance mentality of look, if they take all these ideas and try to go implement them themselves, I'm actually fine with that. It never happens. It just doesn't. They they get these ideas and they're like, and we also let them know, and hey, there's hundreds of these. There's way more of these. I'm just giving you, I want to make sure this is an area of planning that resonates with you. And they're going, uh-huh, I love this. I love these ideas. I think that's important, Andy, because I think a lot of times people come into a fee, be- a fee meeting like this, and it almost in their mind, they turn it to labor. And they say, we will execute this idea for you, and we're going to charge you this fee to do it. I am so far away from that. At this point, I'm saying we are we are curators of really good ideas. And if you like this conversation we're having today, there's a lot more ideas. Yeah, sure, we're going to help you get with your CPA to execute upon these kinds of things and amongst others. But if you like thinking together like this, our fee to think together regularly and move things forward is this. So right. there's a lot more strategies than what we're going to talk about today. But do you does this resonate with you? Right, right. What's next in the meeting, Wes? Yeah. So, so then you're going to keep moving and you're going to say, all right, so, you know, you're going to talk maybe three or four more tax ideas. Again, we've got a whole list of these things in uh, transform. We go through exhaustive 
narratives and all the kinds of things we might say, because there's, we don't, we have so much time on a podcast, right? But you can go to westyounglive.com and check uh, the transform class out. And that's a great place to really go deep with a lot of this stuff. So you're going to list out three or four there. You're going to quantify it and quantifying it and quantifying it over time is really powerful because, you know, as our friend Stan uh, Morgan always says, people don't solve small problems. But but they but they really really like to solve big ones, and so when you can make that like a big opportunity, they're like, yeah, no, this is interesting. Then then we're going to say, and then and then you're spending money, and spending is really important here because this is your what I call your healthy income number. If you didn't have to pay taxes and you didn't have to save money, what number needs to be coming in the door for you to feel like you're not struggling or suffering? And and in your case, that's two hundred thousand dollars a year or whatever it might be. Um, and then the third the last thing that's going on is. You're saving some money. And, and th- we say this all the time, but this is the second objective. The reason you save money is to support your second objective. Because first, you want to have a healthy income today. If that's not happening, really, a lot of this other stuff doesn't matter. Second is you would like to make and keep work optional. It just It's a fundamental human concern. You might not stop working. You might do different kind of work, but, but everybody wants to work because they want to, not because they have to. And, and I, I believe work does provide us a great amount of purpose. And then and, and just sitting on the hammock and never doing anything with your life after you've hit a certain economic number is not healthy and people don't like it, but it is in there, right? So like how much money do we need sitting in an account earning a conservative interest rate in order to pay you your $200,000, whether we're trading time for money or not. And so if you keep doing what you're doing and we'll just do a live little growth chart with them there, you keep doing what you're doing. You keep putting your, you know, $60,000 away a year and you've got a starting point of half a million and you do that for the next X years, you'll have $2 million sitting there at earning, you know, 5, 5% that's going to pay you $100,000 a year, whether you're right. trading time for money or not. So you kind of quantify for them what their number is real high level. You're going to say, you know, taxes can impact this, but they, they love knowing that. And then you're going to probably demonstrate a narrative. We, we always say there's a variable to fix narrative that we have that we, we're not going to go into today about in light of the fact that economy moves around and there's recessions and great periods of prosperity and inflation and all this stuff, what is a healthy way to like think about how you're going to position money and how it's going to dance within all these different environments. And so we'll demonstrate some competency there because that is an area of expertise. We'll also talk about taxes. Then the third area that we'll hit on again, we go, we go deeper into each narrative here, but this is kind of the, the story we're traveling through is, Got to create a healthy income. Here's what it is. Here's what's happening to it. Here's how you're doing it. You want to make and keep work optional. That's why you're saving money. And, and here's all the things, the, the conversations we need to talk about there. And then last is you want to make a positive impact on your heirs, uh, whether you live a long time or you pass away tomorrow. And so let's talk about that. And, and again, we've got a whole like estate planning 101. We'll probably do that in future future uh, podcasts uh, just because it's a really popular one that comes up over and over again. But where they are like, Going, yeah, I need that. I need to know if I if I'm gone tomorrow or I live a long time, what what is my plan to provide opportunities to my heirs? And by the time you're done, by the time you're done with this, what's happened is they are leaning in. I mean, this and again, the, the narratives that tra- the one if the only thing you did was give them that tax narrative at the beginning, they're probably in. Just to be honest with you, they're probably ready to go. But you're going to deliver the, these powerful narratives within the context of those three big things in the story they're in about money. Then, then you're going to say, hey. But let's talk about some of the, these are like core, but you'd mentioned to me last time, if you could, if you could like live out your rich life, the way you wanted to live it, you really think it'd be powerful to have a lake house. 
And, and so part of what we're going to do in this planning is not just like get you to where it works optional as fast as we can. That's important. But is, is it as important as having like this lake house? Can we do them simultaneously? So we'll build that in as if you were to do it now and what that looks like, or if you did it five years from now, or you want to take a really elaborate vacation with your family and, and pay for everybody to come in. You want to know these additional like seasonings for these people that, that are really going to impact their life. In addition to the normal stuff that we talk about as advisors. Right. So you're moving along with these are shared values. This is something you've mentioned. You know, it's like you wouldn't say, I know you never mentioned you've wanted a lake house, but you should get one like right. that would be inside the story, you know, like uh, so you're, you're again, you're walking alongside and saying, hey, we've talked about these things. Um, you know, here's an idea. They go, oh, I hadn't thought about that. I haven't heard about that before. That's interesting. Oh, I yeah, I would like to not spend seventy five thousand dollars in taxes. I didn't need to spend. You know, I'm willing to pay what I need to pay, but not a penny more. Great. That's called being legal, right? right. We're, we're, right. we're for that. You know what I mean? So uh, you're, you're walking forward. When do you get to the, to, well, I mean, what's next? It sounds like things are going well. You're, you yeah. shared ideas. By now, they've, they, what you've done is you've demonstrated what planning is. And planning is a verb. This is not about delivering a plan. You will certainly do that. This is about engaging in activity of planning, which is where you're helping them think and see and move more powerfully. So the people that are attracted to that are, are going to have really enjoyed this conversation and go, I've never heard that idea before. Or, I wish I'd have known that sooner. Or man, this is really going to be useful to the future we're trying to create. So then I'm going to say, so let, let me, this came in about where we thought this is, this is where I get to next steps, right? So I, in next steps, I say, this engagement comes in right in our wheelhouse. It's going to be 6,000 or 12,000 or 22,000. Just kind of depends on what we're doing. And I'll get back to where we come up with that number in a second. Um, and so we're ready to go when you are. The process from this point is Kara will uh, send you the electronic agreement. Um, and then you just return you sign it electronically and all that piece is taken care of. But when you say go, she'll work on that. But you and I will get another meeting on the calendar for our next strategy session to really start picking a path and walking through some of these things and getting these things done. And generally at that point, you just sit. And, and at that point, most of the time, 90% of the people are going, that sounds great. Now, and, and let's go ahead and move forward. Some may ask for some clar- clarity. They say, so is that every year? That's, that's a common question we get. Yeah, and what happens in 12 months? Yeah. Yeah. And the answer is yes. Yes. It's every year. If you have someone that's particularly all over the place in your first year, you may charge them a bit higher fee than you will in subsequent years. But generally, I, I like to keep it the same. And I'll say, yeah, it is. Because every year, what we're going to be doing, it's kind of like you go to the doctor for a physical every year. And you don't say, I did that last year, right? Because right. things have moved, right? <laughs> things have changed. And so you hopefully you go to the doctor and they go, things are looking great. Here's where you were. Here's where you are now. You want to keep moving in this direction. By the way, here's a new innovative idea that didn't exist before that we can add yeah. in. Same thing with us is you're, you're a curator of great ideas that has a depth of understanding of this person's financial situation. You consistently bring them back to the story they're in about money. And so it, it's great. And they continue to, they get value from it. They continue to pay it. Um, or, works great. Awesome. So you've presented the fee at this point. Yes. And they know how to move forward. Um, what are the common, any common, uh, or, or maybe what's the, what's something that you go, hold on you know, we're not thinking about this right, or we've missed something. What's the most common, you know, someone hits hits the brakes. So this is, this is super common. If they ask the question, well, what do we get for the fee? 
probably I've done, not done a good enough job in the conversations leading up to this because what they get for the fee is they get planning. And planning is the process of us knowing where you are in the story you're in about money, knowing where you're trying to end up, and then helping you think through powerful ideas that are going to make you get there to go further faster. And so if you've enjoyed what you've experienced here today with these ideas, one of which was where, you know, we showed you we're, we're creating $70,000. You probably did that with four or five other ideas as well. Then you're going to be able to, to, to move them through and, and they're going to, they're going to couple to it. They're going to be excited about it. And, and most of the time it's people that try and tie it back to, but what, what labor do I get? Well, what you're, what you get here is planning. You get a catalyst of great ideas. Now, certainly a couple of times a year, we're going to be working on specific tax stuff. Uh, every year we're going to be checking in and doing an annual strategy session. And, uh, and then anything that pops up along the way, we're, we're here to help you execute upon all these ideas uh, in all these big areas. Love it. Love it. Well, I think it's important uh, through the process to also, you know, to make sure your, your people are comfortable all along the way. That's why you make it about their story and not about a product, not even about an idea. It's really about their story and helping them achieve, uh, you know, the life that they want to have. So yep. taking the time to understand your story, I think, is a really unique part of this. Again, what can I do for this person instead of what can I get from this person? Uh, certainly, there would be an exchange of dollars at some point. Products will come into play. AUM will come into play. Uh, but that, that'll that happen because the person feels like, oh, this person is for me, right? right. They have my best interests at heart because they've learned those best interests. And I've heard them repeated back to me all within the time that we agreed upon to meet, right? I'm going to go That's full exactly. circle back to the beginning, That's right? Exactly. Awesome. Well, uh, thank you for listening to today's episode. Uh, if you like what you're hearing, then I encourage you to visit westyounglive.com to explore some of the training programs Wes has built for you to learn how to master these methods. Our genuine hope is that you'll take what Wes and his team taught you today and our other episodes and put it into practice in your business. We'll see you soon for our next episode of the From Busy to Rich podcast with Wes Young. And one more thing, if you would like to save some money, then you can go to westyounglive.com and use the discount code PODCAST25. One word, PODCAST, the number is 25, PODCAST25. That'll get you 25% off Wes's What Do You Do program. So thank you for listening, and we look forward to seeing you next time.